am Jerry McGreer. And I am Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast that covers X-Men crossover events. Gary, are you, are you strapped in for this one, man? This is going to be a long run. Like, I haven't really done the math, but this is going to be like, what, four goes into 70 how many times? A bunch. It's going to be like 20 episodes of stuff. Yeah, it's a, so it would be 10, uh, almost doubled, you know, so it, it's going to be 30 uh, or 15, 25. No. Uh, <laughs> uh 17 17, 17 episodes. sessions yeah yeah 17 mm-hmm. sessions of this each of which is two weeks a piece so we're looking at if we do the whole thing we're looking at 34 weeks no 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 uh, no no, no. So wait 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 it'd be 17 episodes yeah. right oh no no you're right 17 sessions so okay yeah. so 70 yeah, it's, episodes it's gonna, be, okay. it's gonna be 70 issues yeah this is why is uh, this so, so yeah, complicated <laughs> what did we do because we're idiots like it's like <laughs> There's, it's because all that stuff about how you'll use math every day wasn't true up until this exact moment. <laughs> like my math teacher should have said, maybe you'll start a podcast where you cover the AVVX crossover and you record four podcasts in a session that come out to a week, once every two weeks on a Patreon feed. Don't worry. I'll tell you what that is. And you're going to cover a 70 issue crossover. <laughs> how many <laughs> sessions? I'm just imagining young Gary going, um, excuse me, wait, you lost me at AVX. Avengers are going to fight the X-Men. Are you serious? Dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is going to set that off? They're, they're, I mean, they're not like friends, but you know, there's cross. What is going on? <laughs> just get really intense about it. <laughs> Lose my mind. Like <clears throat> run into the lunchroom. Hey guys. Um, I don't want to. I, I don't uh, want this to sound so, like insulting to, to anybody or anything. But uh, I I kind of hang out in a, a Discord server that is mostly dedicated to like tracking Elden Ring progress. Um, okay. And I'd, I've been a little bit more active in the server, uh, and so I've been like just kind of like lurking in the Elden Ring channel, watching people get like crazy excited and then immediately super depressed as like leaks get leaked and then immediately disproven or, or what have you. And I like and I super appreciate like that people that's what people like to do but like it makes me think of like uh at the end of um the ultimate x-men where like beast is dead right like i just like imagine yeah. going online and like brett's like oh my god they killed hank mccoy in issue four what are we gonna do yeah. oh my god <laughs> yeah. what does this mean and like waiting for a month and then like oh okay so it's cool now like i just <laughs> i don't know i don't know why my head yeah. went to that and conflating those two things but there i am well, I mean, it, for for me, like, there's nothing's nothing's being announced with Elden Ring. Like, I, I no no hate in my heart for anybody who's way into that. Like, some some friends of the show, mm-hmm. and uh, that, you that's know, the guy's Discord server I'm talking stuff. about. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, like no no hate in my heart at all. But like, there's nothing. There's no news. Yeah, like it, it's so like somebody on Twitter. I was like, "What are your predictions for Elden Ring?" I'm like, "I don't know anything," and neither do you. You know, it, it's it's very like I'm glad I understand this is a hobby for you, and it's like fun. You know, it's fun to to do guesses and stuff but man i just uh i don't uh don't have anything for you yeah yeah you know? um and and for me like it, it's one of those things too where it's like again no judgment but it, it's super not fun for me you know uh in engaging in the that stuff because if i'm right i don't want to be i, I want to be surprised mm-hmm. you know and if i'm wrong it it, it feels like a, a bad use of time so, like, I'm really looking forward to that game coming out, but I just, it'll come out when it comes out and I'll be all right. Yeah, yeah. You know, is, is kind of how I feel about it. Um, lots of games I like. I don't remember what you my know, original point no, was to relate this to comics whatsoever, but, like... Uh, oh, 
Well, the, yeah, the the idea that like every single time it's like a, a, a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah like everyone exactly. pops in, like guys, guys, you know. Uh, You'll never believe new, what happened in the last break. episode. <clears throat> uh, there, we already are skipping one thing that's considered part of the reading order for this, which was uh, called like Marvel Now Point One, mm-hmm. um, which I read. Uh, it's a bunch of short stories, one of which sets up Cable coming back. Um, I didn't really realize Cable was dead. You don't really need to know that he was dead. We learn everything through this comic, X Sanction. Um, but he came back and Forge fixed him. Yeah. So save, saved you a click on, on that one. Yeah. And Gary like told me that. And uh, I was like, well, I'll probably just read it, even though we're not going to cover it. I'll just want to see the context. I downloaded it. It was 52 pages. And I got I got to page two. And I was like, I'm just going to read the, the two issues that we like. I don't know. I don't have 50 pages of this in me. So I skipped it entirely. So. Yeah. Yay. Cable is back. Yep. And he's here to kill the Avengers, apparently. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we got a new creative team we haven't talked about uh, on anything before. We got Jeff Loeb, who uh, did the Ultimates 3 and has written a lot of really bad comics. Mm-hmm um spoiler like i i generally like extinction i think it's a pretty fun action romp like um good fights yeah you know uh so he's he's in better form here there's some of the dialogue i think is a little ropey but he's you know i don't have a real problem with this and then uh ed mcginnis who uh i think was most famous for doing batman and superman mm-hmm. um they're a comic when they were together i think also with jeff Loeb, and he draws everybody thick yeah, I I am not like a huge fan of the of the art in this one. Um everyone's kind of yeah. you say thick but like everybody's kind of got this weird rounded kind of feel to them that they're beveled. Sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they're weirdly beveled yeah. in a way that just like yeah. everybody just looks even Iron Man like he looks curvy. How do you make Iron Man curvy? <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I love my thick Iron Man. I love my curvy Iron Man. I love my thick Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's an acquired taste. Like I I generally like uh when I am reading superhero comics for characters to be drawn bulkier. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I don't, I don't like a, a lithe fuckboy image, you know, in, in general, but I agree that this is, you know, it's, it's a, it's a thing. It's, it's weird and roundy. This is also not my favorite work that I've seen by Ed McGinnis. Okay. Um, I think he did, uh, I think I might be confusing him, but I thought he was the artist for, uh, Mighty Avengers when that came out of like the new Avengers stuff. And, uh, I remember liking his art there. Uh, quite a bit more and that could have been a, a function of the colorist or inker you know um you know because part of the roundedness of this definitely comes from the shading and the, the inking yeah you know where everything is a sphere mm-hmm. and lit like a sphere but so, um it's still a good comic like as you mentioned like I, I i had a good time reading these two issues i actually tried to read ahead but the internet got the best of me so i could not uh which was mm-hmm. a disappointment so let, let's let's get into it with the cover, which is uh, Cable and uh, Captain America fighting it out. Um, they're holding hands, mm-hmm. Gary. They are. They're holding wrists. They're holding each other's wrists. wrists. Yeah. Um, it's very sweet. If you want to know just like a one-page example of the roundedness, like I think you could just look at like the weird humpback that Cable has in this. He looks like he's wearing the turtle armor from Dark Souls 2. Like, he, this is Cable's big costume change is that he has this like gigantic uh back thing like he's like it's like he used to wear hope on his back instead of on his front yeah to go reverse bjorn <laughs> um he all the stuff we need to know about what's going on with cable we find out yes as as there. we get into it you know uh yeah 
Uh, and we get a nice little setup page here. You know, uh, Cable's our main character. He was supposed to protect his adopted daughter, Hope, you know, who was the mutant messiah. That was the first mutant born after M-Day. Um, he sacrificed himself, but the job is not done. And uh, we get right into it with the this set of Avengers uh, stopping a breakout, um, you know, from uh, like a jailbreak from, not from the raft. It's from like a, it was a jet heading to the raft. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we got our, our Avengers set here. We got Spider-Man, Wolverine, Red Hulk, uh, who I mentioned this last episode. I fucking loathe the Red Hulk. <laughs> Lock and unload Avengers. <laughs> Shut up. Like, yeah, dude, I, I didn't get much personality like through the two books that we read of the Red Hulk. And I kind of don't even know what his deal is. And don't, don't you don't have to explain it. I don't really care. I don't think it matters just yet. But like he just seems real stupid in this for some reason. Like not Hulk stupid, but just like military well, the, bro I like stupid. Hulk stupid. Yeah, Hulk stupid's great. Yeah, I, mean, what, I think he was General Ross at one point. Mm. I don't think that's who that might be who this one is. But he's real like meets back on the menu, boys. Exactly. You yeah. Know? lock and unload avengers like man talking hulk is just not not for me yeah so um, we get our first splash page of the avengers fighting some kind of uh c-tier villains um we've got laser and um yeah, living laser living laser and like some other dudes that don't really matter because uh this fight is pretty much just a distraction for now um and it's a whirlwind grim reaper and radioactive man there you go uh the dudes it's just real quick, like mm-hmm. I, I rewatched Chernobyl. The idea of radioactive man being here now scares the shit out of me. <laughs> it's the like, scariest villain everybody ever. Getting, like, yeah, just like, oh my god, he's he's putting out four hundred rodengen per hour. Like, we're getting four thousand check rate, you know, test X rays a minute while we're here, Cass. <laughs> Jesus Christ, we have to get out of here. We're gonna get leukemia in five years. Oh man, um, that, that show is so fucking scary. This first couple of episodes, man, just terrifying. I I love it. Yeah. It's it's really scary, but it's it's very good. I meant to read that. They're called the Lethal Lethal Legion. The Lethal Legion. Yeah, I meant to oh, listen you, to the companion podcast to that, but I, I never got around to it. I need to get onto uh, it. You should. Uh, the, there's a a book like I know recommendations are poison. Um, the book Midnight in Chernobyl mm-hmm. is incredible. Okay. Uh, really really good. Lots of added context. It's not you know it, it works as a companion to the show, not a replacement. Gotcha. Um, I listened to the audio book and it was like absolutely riveting. Uh, while the Avengers are fighting the, the lethal lackeys or whatever their name is, um, cable is, (laughs) cable is on a, on the top of a building kind of to the side watching this whole thing. Um, and he's going to be our narrator throughout all, if not most of this. Um, he, he's talking about how soldiers, uh, you know, they, he's a soldier and you know, he's in a war and war requires sacrifice. Um, and then he shoots Falcon. It's so weird seeing Falcon, uh, in this and not, mcu falcon <laughs> like i just it's so yeah, goofy yeah. that he, he has, has a literal wings and yeah. an actual fucking bird yeah and and, and my dude yeah. is cheeked up too they show a butt shot that dude is cheeked up that guy has some... yeah the roundness yeah just really really goes with that uh the um mm. yeah it is uh and this is like this era of captain america like obviously the falcon isn't captain america but captain america is using a gun yeah that's the uh the captain america we're dealing with here um so falcon has been shot um you know, uh, Captain America doesn't notice this. He knocks out Whirlwind and then sees that Falcon is gone. Yep. You know, uh, he's been he's been taken. He's in this alley, uh, you know, kind of, you know, crumbling. He's in, in bad shape. And uh, Cable knocks him out and drags him into a manhole co- cover. I really thought this was a trash can at first. 
and just <laughs> thought he was just going to put Falcon in the trash just can. War. <laughs> just another casualty. <laughs> Recycle the Falcon. Um, as he takes um, Falcon down into the sewer. Reduce Red Wing reuse. Recycle. <laughs> <laughs> um he's thinking of course of hope um because mm-hmm. uh hope is his is his daughter quote unquote but it's also kind of preconceived mm-hmm. is perceived to be the savior of mutant kind um and it yeah. the hope thing is going to go on a bunch of dramatic twists and turns it already has by this point uh so i'm just going to kind of roll with it i don't actually i know just enough about the hope stuff to get myself in trouble in terms of like continuity so i'm just going to kind of roll with it throughout this thing so yeah, I, I don't actually know. Like, I, I know who she is, but I did not read any of these comics. I read the um, the ones where she first showed up, mm-hmm. you know, and they went to, went to go get her. Uh, and that's it. Messiah yeah. um, Complex. Um, the you key know. thing to know here is that uh, the reason everybody thought that he was dead is because he sacrificed himself to save her. And he's getting all maudlin about, um, the, you know, imagine the last face you ever see is your child watching you die. Mm-hmm. Like, okay cable yeah like, i mean just dial it down a little bit josh groban we, we get it yeah <laughs> the uh when uh when this ha- we do these time slides in this where they're kind of like flashes forward to the future where he's at before he came here when he sacrificed himself he blew up his his arm so he's got this little like baby t-rex arm mm-hmm. that's the thing that forge fixes uh here and the tech he's all burnt and the techno organic virus is encroaching on him for people who don't know like cable has this virus it takes most of his power to keep it away uh, keep in check. That's what makes him a cyborg. Um, that's why X-Man from Age of Apocalypse is incredibly powerful is because he doesn't have to use his uh, his power to keep his virus in check. Yep. Uh, um, we, so we time slide back to now where Red Wing has led Captain America to a giant cargo ship uh, where Cable has put Falcon into a what he later calls a weapon X tank. Bath. Yeah, a nutrient bath. Yeah. Um, and as soon as Captain America sees this, he of course goes to free it. And that's when Cable reveals himself and is like, Hey, yo, that, that, that whole thing is loaded with C4. You don't need to touch that. Um, and it will probably, it will just kill us all. And he's like, when we finally get like the full profile of Cable, the dude looks unwell. Um, he's got little, yeah, yeah. he's down bad with the virus. Um, he's yeah, he's got little virus sp- sp- squirts coming out of his arm. I don't know what else to call him besides little tiny squirts. <laughs> I'm sure they're not wet, yeah. but I don't know what else to say. I'm coming. I'm in, I'm in too deep, Gary. Spiny. Pull me out. <laughs> it's it's a it's protean, like it's it's a it's moving around. Mm-hmm. I hear. I really wonder if going through the sewer was the easiest way to get to the ship. I mean, um, <laughs> sure. Regardless of which, it is a uh, you know cable as like I like this version of cable. Like the twelve step ahead, like almost Batman, mm-hmm. you know, like figure, like military Batman. I also like that Cable um, has a little X on his gun. It's a very cute Cable. Yeah, so you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and these people are not enemies. You know, like Captain America and Cable were never buddies, but Captain America knows, like, hey, you hang out with my friends mm-hmm. and stuff, and he's trying to reason with them. Like, I can see that you're in pain. Like, we're gonna get you help, and I like that he he says this because like. You know, whenever heroes fight you in the Avengers, like how many fucking Morgan Le Fay's mind controlling people do you have to run into before you like guess that maybe the the good guy is not turned bad? Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a scroll, this is mind control, this is weapon X, this is anything, this is mastermind, this could be anything. You know? Uh and he he tries to reason with him and that was a mistake. Uh cable tries to shoot him and he barely gets his shield up. Yep. 
in time. And of course, Cable has been studying Captain America. And the thing that's most important about studying Captain America is that you tell Captain America you've been studying Captain America. Very, very important. Sure. Um, and he, yep. you know, he's saying like your focus is split because you're worried about uh, Falcon and you're worried about your friends, maybe even more for yourself. Um, and of course, the, while this happens, like Captain America does the, you know, the thing with the shield and hits him in the back of the head. And we're, we're just in full on like fisticuffs now, which feels pretty good. Um, yeah. These are fun fights. Yeah. Like regardless of the individual art style in terms of roundiness, like they're fun superpower fights. Yeah. <clears throat> you know? uh, Cable unleashes um, a, 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 a beam of light, I guess, or like a, like an attack. Cyblast. A Cyblast. Yeah. Um, a TK blast. And um, <clears throat> it takes a whole lot out of him to the point that even though he's got the upper hand on Captain America, he can't maintain it. He literally just like the techno virus just like fucks with them and he can't can't hang. But he's uh, he's picked up Captain America's shield, which Captain America dropped. Um, the uh, he drops his gun, you know, in pain, and Captain America grabs it and shoots at him. So we get this little reversal with uh, Cap trying to shoot Cable and Cable using his shield. Mm-hmm. You know, and Cap is still trying to like hey surrender. Um, he uses up all the bullets in his future gun. Cable throws a shield back at him and buries in the wall. You know, he uses his cyber arm, so he's very strong. Of course. You know, he misses, but it, it gets stuck in the wall. Uh, we get a little bit of, like, dumb Jeff Loeb dialogue where he goes, you'll regret that move. Okay, Jeff. <laughs> like, pe- people say stupid shit in this comic, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt, you know. Uh, but I like this little bit of, like, disabling Captain America by putting his shield so far in the wall that, like, you know, he to get his shield, to get his weapon, he's going to have to, you know, take it off. It's, like, almost like he's playing a, a video game boss fight. Mm-hmm. You know, where the guy throws his weapon and you have to dodge and then hit him in the back while he's pulling it out of the, uh, yep. the wall. Very similar to that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, and of course, Captain America this whole time is like, why? Why are you doing this? And we get we jump into the future where um, Cable in this future world that he has been zorped, zapped to after sacrificing himself for hope meets up with the blacksmith who I have no reference or context for whatsoever. <laughs> Don't okay. remember anything so about this, the blacksmith. This... Uh, this dude was around during the nineties during cable shit in the nineties. He's supposed to be like a wise Kung Fu sensei kind of character. Okay. But they gave him this design where he looks like, uh, like a basilisk from dark souls had big eyelids. Sure. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. you know, his, his eyes are huge. Like he has these huge fucking gonads on his face, but within those gonads, there's just little tiny slits for him to look out of. Very weird. I've always thought uh I always said it was Blake Smith, but I think you're probably right. Like it's probably Blacksmith. You know, I mean, spelled differently. I'm, I know a couple of Blake Smiths. I don't think they have weird time jumping powers. <laughs> so. It'd be very funny to have this guy check into a hotel. Yeah. Okay, um, Mr. Smith. Uh, excuse um, me. I think you mean black. It's like no, I don't think I do. Yeah. <laughs> like actually, uh I'm Asian Pacific Islander if you look at my driver's license. Um the uh so all all of cable like I like cable all of cable's supporting cast fucking suck mm-hmm. like Tyler blacksmith the Ascani like all this shit is horrible yeah. I, I think it's the most boring stuff in the world um but he's basically uh you know they're in this future in this apocalypse it's incredibly cold um this happened because he he failed you know he sacrificed himself to save hope but something changed in the past yep you know and uh, he's like hey. You know, what I do is I, I time travel and fix things. You know, uh, what happened? I can still save it. And he says the world can't be saved. Hope wasn't there to save it. 
you know, even though you sacrifice yourself, you failed, she dies and she can't fix everything. Yep. Um, and then we get this page, which is uh, separated into four panels, two of which are now and two of which are in the far future. Uh, in the now, he has uh, got Captain America chained to what very much looks like Xavier's wheelchair. Uh, and we find out it was uh, designed by Magneto to use against Xavier and that it actively like gets inside your head the more that you would fight it. It's, it's an inhibitor chair. Yeah. So if you, if you resist it, it's going to hurt. Yeah. You know, um, in the future, he's saying like, Hey, uh, you know, I'm dying from this virus. I know that, but I'm going to save hope. Tell me who, who hurt her, you know, give me their names. I want to know who's responsible. And most importantly, uh, uh, we found out that the techno virus is going to probably kill him in within 24 hours. So that's why we're on rush mode right now. We got a ticking clock. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we go back, he's like, this is my last war. It's the one worth dying for. Um, and we go back and he was told the Avengers, you yep. know, so he's going back in time to kill the Avengers. That's and, the, uh, that's our premise. And he holds a gun to Captain America's head and the last panel is blam and Gary, they killed Captain America. Oh my God. I'm, Can you I'm believe it? to the forum. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, like, uh, yeah. Uh, this is again, like this is definitively like not super high art or anything this is like a thankless task i feel like mm-hmm. you know because cable doing this is going to turn out to be important the ending of this is actually really interesting yeah the miniseries up until that point though it's just four issues of fights so it's kind of like oh we had to have cable try to do this to set emotion set events off into motion mm-hmm. um you know so it's kind of it's very perfunctory but i think they i think the creators did the best they could with it and it is fun to see these matchups you know like if you have any part of you that likes comics, that's just like, yeah, I want to watch, you know, men in underwear run around and punch each other. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, I think this is good. And especially like, I don't remember cable and captain America really even being in the same panel before this. So like having them interact and having this weird stuff start happening is, is kind of cool. I dig it. Yeah. I, I also have some affection for cable. Yeah. I think I like course. cable. Yeah. Me you know, we talked about do. that when we talked mm-hmm. about uh, Deadpool too. I think that version of cable is, really incredible and I, I dude i cannot yeah. just bring him into the mcu like whole cloth like yeah. this could be so fucking yep. good if they do that he's so weird because he's he's played by josh brolin who cares so i don't care thanos. but yeah <laughs> but also thanos is dead yeah who cares you know so like you know he can play whatever now i just the, have josh brolin play all the avengers i'm fine but josh <laughs> make josh brolin i mean there's that we need a falcon now right so make, yeah, yeah. Make, <laughs> josh brolin falcon this big heavy dude old guy uh, just like flying around really slow also i definitely call helicopter on his back i definitely called cable Gro- josh groban earlier and i meant josh brolin <laughs> so thank yeah, you for not calling I, I me on you that were just teasing him about his uh you know him being poetic or whatever ah, no, nope, um, nope i just got the two names confused which is very funny they're, to me they're, they're, they're pretty different dudes hell yeah yeah um cable yeah uh, absolutely yeah <laughs> cable and josh brolin I, I understand one's an actor and one's a character um so that's it for this issue. Uh, we're going to be back next time with Extinction 2, mm-hmm. um, where he fights Iron Man. Uh, if you like the show, head on over to patreon.com slash DougFeedTV and uh, give us some bucks. Please uh, $3 do. gets you the slack. You, know, you can get early episodes. You get a whole bonus shows. You support your boys. You can request things that we cover for other shows. Uh, we don't play that on this show. Um, and you can also leave us rings, reviews, and tell your friends. Yeah, please do all of that stuff. It'd be great. Uh, specifically telling your friends, because it goes a long way to increasing the reach of the podcast. So they can hear my Josh Groban jokes. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll be back in a couple of days with more X-Sanctioned.